You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. Well, Lauren, we just seem to be going back and back and back and back, but today we want to give yet another level. I mean, this would be a junior level course, if you will, on podcasting. This would be our podcasting 301 uh, episode. Exactly. So we've discussed um, everything from content or podcast direction, um, some other tips like on the meat and potatoes. So now we wanted to kind of provide some support and ideas on kind of the back end side. So some platforms, some kind of tips to help um, make podcasting kind of easier once you decide your direction and have a plan in your content. So just a few of our thoughts, some things we've learned, some things that we've seen. So that's kind of what we wanted to talk about. Cool. Cool. Well, let's, uh, let's kick it off. You want to start or you want me to start? Sure. So one thing that I um, think is kind of exciting is that YouTube actually just rolled out a new podcast section in your channel content, your YouTube studio. So for example, like, you know, you've always been able to upload a uh, video version of your podcast or maybe make a playlist, but now there's a specific area to help you with your tools and um, just for podcasting. So we'll see it. It's pretty much brand new. And remember, I don't know, maybe a couple of years ago, Facebook had rolled out like the podcasting tab yes. and then they took mm-hmm. it away. They, they yanked it, right? <laughs> yeah, which I loved it. It auto-published over there. Like we won't talk about it, but rest in peace. Um, but YouTube tools. So that's kind of exciting. Just one more place to make it easier to utilize your content. But um, we wanted to talk to you about a few of the platforms um, that we're familiar with and kind of some pros and cons, because I know that it can be daunting. Like, how do I get my, you know, I've done all this work. How do I, you know, kind of keep um, my library of podcasts? How do I edit it? How do I um, get it published and all of those things? So there are actually softwares and tools that will do basically all that work for you. So um, we use what's called Buzzsprout and all of them have, of course, like, you know, very funny names, you know, they're all like what you'd expect. So just get ready for that. But um, Buzzsprout is an online platform. Um, it's really user-friendly, like their platform is very clean. It's very easy. Um, it offers storage for your podcast. Um, it offers some really nice tools, um, like some magic mastering to make your sound quality great with basically a click of a button. Um, very, uh, friendly to the budget, a few dollars a month, um, you have an opportunity to create pretty custom graphics and sound bites that you can use on social media right from the platform. And also it has a nice looking um, embed player like for your website. And it, you know, it's already, you can basically control the colors and some different things to brand it nicely. Just really easy to use, really friendly. So that's what I like. Um, I have a client that uses Anchor, which is very similar. Um, it offers some of the same tools. Um, great for you know anyone and everyone as well. A few dollars a month um, has storage, all of the things. So 
those are two. And then um, one other one that I know some of you may have multiple shows and or different topics, different things. So I was looking at Transistor and it offers some good opportunities if you have multiple shows. Um, It offers unlimited storage and then it offers a few um, kind of specialty tools where you can create different logins. Like if you have different, you know, team members for this podcast versus this podcast, um, keeps your stats separate on your podcast listens and things. Um, you can have as many shows as you want and its platform is really clean and nice too. So that was just one that I was kind of like, oh, this is nice. It keeps everything nice and clean and separate for those yeah. of you that might be That's cool. That. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So those are kind of like the top three that I would say there's a couple more out there. Um, Captivate seems like it's coming on pretty strong. Um, Their big tout is that it's good for growing shows and growing your audience. So if you're brand new, that might be another one to look at. Um, They have advanced analytics, but it's still easy to understand. They also have a podcast player um, kind of the, some of those same tools that I talked about and also um, unlimited team members. So there's definitely three or four there that I would look at. But notice all the names that I just mentioned. They're all, you know, the very trendy one word adjective names for all the platforms, which I just think is funny. So yeah, a few funny. things to look out there. Yeah, it's it's always it's always interesting to me how like all these like little whatever technologies, whatever kind of get into this little niche of like how how creepy fun or crazy fun we could be or whatever. So I'm going to bring one to the table. That's kind of crazy. It's called Podbean, And uh, you know, the reason I I've uh, looked into Podbean, or I have some folks that are starting on Podbean, kind of like YouTube, it offers video. And I think that that's maybe the next trend is the actual video podcast. And I know that sounds ridiculous. I mean, basically it's just a talk show, right? But um, for some reason it's becoming more, uh, engaging to see the video or have the video. I mean, still there are those podcasts that you want to, you know, listen to on your uh, earbuds or in the car. But I think that uh, this video uh, piece adds a little extra to it. And uh, even time, even though, I mean, uh, Lauren, I think you have a client that uh, puts basically a screen, if you will, of just the speaker during the podcast itself with details and information and that type of thing. So uh, and I think that's kind of the next, the the toutingness or the tout, if you will, is, hey, we can do video, we can do audio, you know, like you said, we can uh, distribute it out. Um, the Buzzsprout that we use has a, uh, a back end or a bolt on called Podcorn. Once again, all these names mm-hmm. are kind of ridiculous, but Podcorn basically goes out and sources or tries to find uh, advertisers that might be good matches uh, and then automates that advertising through your uh, podcast. So it's kind of the Google ads, if you will, for podcasting. And, you know, I don't, the monetization is probably very, very low, but it still allows you to try to get something back. As we mentioned in the, I think the one one or maybe the two Oh one, uh, you know, you don't have to make a lot of money to cover the cost of a podcast because exactly. generally it's pretty low. So yeah. Um, and then the other thing that's kind of the 301 on the podcasting side is just um, the actual production. I'm starting to see a lot of, uh, you know, folks that or excuse me, platforms that are are giving more uh, robust uh, uh, 
uh, editing and uh, uh, posting tools. It used to be that they'd have kind of one or they'd tell you to go download something for free. And if you're really advanced, you might use something like, you know, Adobe Premiere or whatever. And now they're actually embedding those and creating, you know, um, filters for sound and uh, allowing you to even out your tone. And, you know, the more that people podcast like Lauren and I do sometimes where we're actually remote, it uh, allows you to kind of clarify the kind of the telephone sound or, or whatever. So it's just an added benefit or added quality that they throw in for the, for the cost itself. So. Exactly. It's like the Canva of podcasting. Everyone's trying to be, you know, everything, which is understandable. And it's also really nice for the end user, you know, where everything is in one spot, you go there and it has all the tools that you need. It's user-friendly. So I mean, I would recommend, you know, looking into some of these and choosing one, it will make your life so much easier. (laughs) So I think that that's a good um, tip. Absolutely. And and then kind of the same thing, platforms or not. Remember, when you're looking at a platform, understand that everyone needs to collaborate through that. So, um, you know, if you're trying to either have a host or co-host that are coming on, or if you're working with a group of folks, make sure that they're familiar with that, or at least one person can kind of quote unquote work the board and connect everyone in. There are some times where they won't allow more than maybe two or three streams to come through. And so you'll have to figure out either how to combine those or record on a third party and bring it into the system. So uh, just watch for that as well. Be savvy. Once again, it's kind of the tech side of it. If you don't understand the tech, try to find someone that can or does because Although they look easy, sometimes what you hear is not actually as easy as as, as it sounds or as easy as it sounds. But, right, so. exactly. I think that those are some pretty good tips to kind of take your podcast to the next level, whether if you are starting or if you're looking, like you said, like what's the next form or the next level video may be something interesting to look at. And I agree. I mean, you look around the internet, you see um, whether it's an influencer or a brand with a podcast um, or some similar, you know, they're almost then taking that into be like a web hosted show, like you said. So it could be used multiple ways. That just gives you one other thing. So if you are maybe wanting to um, take advantage of your podcast content, but make it a little bit more interesting for social media, having that video side of it, um, kind of offers another level. So again, two birds with one stone there. So I think yeah. that's really, you know, good advice if it's possible for you. And what's the most important piece of a podcast, no matter what platform you use, Lauren? Your content. Content is always king. Content is Absolutely. king. It's replicatable. And you should focus on that over anything else. Absolutely. So. Get that plan in place first and know your audience and what they're looking for first and foremost before you get into the fancy schmancy tools. That's right. That's exactly right. That's exactly one thing we didn't talk about, which I'm going to throw out there is distribution. Make sure that if you want your podcast to grow, make sure that your uh, platform does do the distribution. So uh, there are so many places people can pick up podcasts nowadays. It's not just on, you know, Apple or Spotify or or iHeart or whatever. So uh, read, read the fine print carefully. Sometimes cheap is not always better paying the extra two, three, four dollars a month or whatever that looks like will help you grow your podcast on a lot of different uh, platform or a lot of different, um, what do you call those, Lauren? Uh, distribution channels? I don't know yeah. what that is. So yeah, yeah. Podcast platforms. Yeah. yeah. 
And I guess I would be remiss if we ended and I didn't say, please subscribe to our podcast. If you like the information that you hear spewing out of my mouth or the uh, true details that come eloquently from Lauren. I think we're going to wrap it up. I'm Tony Van. And I'm Lauren Doherty. Thanks for listening to the G Factor Podcast. Thank you for listening to G Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com.